Hi, this is Danielle. Hi, this is Selena. And welcome back to the One at a Time podcast. This is episode seven of the podcast, and today we will be talking about Rampage, retirement, and mental. <laughs> Selena, welcome back to the podcast. You're on for episode six. How does it feel to be back? Feels great. I love talking to Danielle so much. <laughs> you know, it's not like I the talk to sarcasm. her every single day. <laughs> Oh, yeah yeah pretty much every single day okay so selena let's hear about your clubbing past my clubbing past oh, geez okay it's really not even that bad um well danielle and i really got close i guess because <laughs> we ran into each got, other <laughs> we got close in the streets guys At in the, the streets i don't know what you're talking about last summer we did go out a lot and we were out like every other week i wouldn't even say every other it might have been a little bit more often than that sometimes i was only out every other week though because i was in a different city that's true she did go i was traveling for a bit but last summer was real interesting there was a lot that happened i would say when we went out um but yeah we definitely had a lot of interesting situations happen like when we were going out is there did anything we really nothing really happened for me for me um i ran into an ex-boyfriend oh let's talk about that oh no let's not talk about that why the ex-boyfriend no just the whole thing in general i mean we could but yeah you know what fuck it just talk about it it's not like he's i don't think he's gonna watch this (laughs) and if he does based off of his four hinge swipes on danielle wait what huh (laughs) but um Basically, what happened was uh, I went out with just one of our friends, and it was her birthday. So I obviously didn't want to leave her alone on her birthday and not go to the club. So we went to the club. You're such a nice friend. I know, right? <laughs> and nice, I wouldn't just leave them. <laughs> Honestly, I contemplated. I'm no, not going I have to, the to club, be there, like for them. If you pull up, maybe I'll like I'll grab dinner with you. I'll grab drinks, but I'm not going to the club at this point. Not even with me. Yo, if it's a if it's a if it's if it's a circus, I'm out. But like, you coming? Yo, next time we go, you're out. You're coming. And if you're that's paying Jerome, for by the drinks. Way. No, I'm kidding. Drinks, <laughs> drinks on you. I'm kidding. Bottles on you. No, I'm kidding. For my twenty first, though. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's like, I'm turning away. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's just say that I was sitting at his table <gasps> and. Uh, <laughs> I was not sober enough to tell that it was him. Like, I literally had a random guy come up to me, and he was like, Hi, Selena. And I dead looked at him, and I just, like, blinked, like, four times. And I was like, who the F? You, like, did the blink? blink I was like, like no, I did. I was like, I looked at him, and I just blinked. And my friend whispered in my ear, like, that's your ex-boyfriend. And that's when, like, I came to reality, and I was like, wait, what did she just say? But, yeah, that happened yeah and i also like befriended the bouncer so when we left i was like ranting to the bouncer how i ran into my disgusting ex but that was a night i think you told me this a few times yeah i was like at the curb i feel like everyone runs into their ex at the club yeah i guess in some ways i mean daniel you bought somebody that i did not want to (laughs) see in the past to the club that's because we were friends at that point and then that was the biggest tragedy of my life there was some tea there y'all oh my god we never even talked about that we should talk about that tea i mean that's up to you girl it'll be like some other episode jerome knows what tea it is 
It's a tea I, that I we've been too. we've been teasing it for like honestly like five episodes. Exactly. It's been brought up a few times, but um, I need to like mentally prepare, prepare myself to talk about my trauma. So. I just don't care anymore. I just spit it out, y'all. It's fine. I like how in the beginning, like when we first, like when we started going, started going out as a group, we would like literally not leave the club until like three o'clock in the morning. No, it was horrendous. Like there was, and then like at one point we just started going. We would literally go there we would get there at like 11 30 we'd be out by like one o'clock no seriously there was like some points where like i would go home and this is in the summer when like the sun i guess does it come up earlier or later i don't know but the sun was up later and it was like later oh really the sun was up when i was getting home and i literally i'm dumb it comes out earlier yeah i did the other i'm thinking the other way around i was like wait if it comes up earlier then why does it set later that doesn't make sense does that mean the days i guess days are longer in the summer we're scientifically confused y'all obviously not stem students did you ever come up when like the sun was coming up like come home i guess like last summer yeah i don't think not particularly because like the first time we met up with y'all mm-hmm. um i had a hotel room so i was like right danielle was like i'm not going home. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, like, it's going too back much to work that's too much work yeah i did i also had to take care just, of my friends i just booked so. a hotel room i was like i'm tired that was fair i don't know k-town is an interesting place in the summer guys that's all i have to say or all year round for that matter i mean we haven't been out in a really long time so yeah we're too busy to go out now all danielle and i do is work sleep and complain about work <laughs> pretty much i was thinking i was like doing anything <laughs> we eat we eat that's all we do we do eat we do eat i kind of want dessert after this so this yeah. one what happened to taking a nap he's like canoodling the cat on the floor on the floor <laughs> on the floor <laughs> he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> anyways um but yeah i don't know like i sometimes i feel like i have the urge to go out but then i'm just gonna regret my life so i'm like eh, forget it yeah danielle always like she texts me she's like selena let's go clubbing next weekend and i just know i just straight up i'm like absolutely but i feel like i might actually have to not, go because like, my I'm friend's coming in town i'm like i haven't seen her in literally in a year so i might actually have to see her well you have your fun she's gonna leave me no I'm companion gonna... what if i get kidnapped in k-town then i'll come get you that won't be the first time that i've had to come get somebody in k-town uh she's not talking about me by the way i'm, a I'm good not drunk. talking about her she is a good drunk I'm such a good drunk. Like, the last time I saw Danielle throw up, it was pretty funny. She was actually, she fell asleep talking to Jerome. And I go into the room because, like, one of our friends is, like, <laughs> one of our old friends was, like, just going through a crisis. I went to go wake her up. And she's asleep, and she gets up. She's like, Selena, I think I need to throw up. And I'm like, okay. She just walks herself to the bathroom, ties her own hair up, <laughs> pull triggs, throws up. And she's like, okay. I need to go brush my teeth. I'm like, okay. She goes to brush her teeth and she just goes back to bed. And that was it. Like, no really mess to clean that. up. Nothing. It was great. I'm like a cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very self-sufficient. You just have to feed me. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Danielle's also, like, very low maintenance for you boys out there. Like, you literally just need to get her french fries, buffalo sauce from McDonald's, and, like, that's pretty much it. That's all she eats. <laughs> yeah. And salads on the weekdays. Yes, salad. I just we eat salad and McDonald's. Salad. What a great balance. Salad, McDonald's, and a hint of meat fresh. Oh, I love meat Not fresh. Not sponsored. I still haven't had meat fresh. Like, I've been craving it. I want, but it's late and meat fresh is closed. I know. So, 
no opportunities to go tonight guys disappointing oh my god she's drinking my water <laughs> she stuck her head tired <laughs> trying to eat drink it um any other clubbing stories did you enjoy our time going out clubbing i feel like the first time was really fun and then every other time got significantly worse to be real i don't really remember the first time that much i do remember some parts of it there was a lot that happened that night do you remember what was the first time i I think the first time was when me and and met up with you guys no but then there were the other two people there too no that was they didn't they didn't come to the club oh oh right they didn't come with us into the club someone has strict parents right but Corey joined us Oh yeah, Corey yeah. Was there. That was the first time I met Corey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love Corey, our favorite friend. So great. <laughs> no the fact that he's never gonna see this because he's not gonna see. Right, because he just doesn't care about us enough to watch our podcast and support. So, so rude. Wow, guys. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just over it. I feel like I I also have to be in like a phase, like a very extroverted phase for me to be, to like for me to want to go out. I agree. I've been feeling, like, very um, introverted lately. Like, I don't even have, like, the energy to go out with my friends half of the time unless it, like, just happens to be. Like, even today, it was just, like, Danielle was, like, I'm filming the pod. And I'm, like, okay, I'll come. Other than that, like, don't, like, invite me, like, to outings. Like, don't make me physically go and get ready and go somewhere. Like, I'm in pajamas right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More of the story. Just be a homebody and you'll be fine. <laughs> right. Like you know what no i hello cat i think the clubbing phase was a moment but like i mean it was it's fun not it lasted for a term, while right? <laughs> it was fun but i was like but we were also spending like a decent amount a decent amount of money no every single time we went out it yeah. was like a hefty tab <laughs> right and even our why. i think it's because we always pre-gamed and pre-games is pretty expensive Dude, the amount of random places we've ended up because of, like, pre-games. I know, it's just weird. So funny, oh my god. So weird. I've been in so many random people's apartments. I don't even know their names. Don't remember. I don't... Should we be admitting this to the internet? I'm being truthful here. And I'm sure you don't remember my name either, so... And if you do, then... I mean, good for you. Like, name to face recognition, but I could never. Is that a thing? Yeah, like some people can recognize faces, but they can't recognize names. Oh, I can recognize the back of people's heads, but not their not their names. When you psychoanalyze their hair, <laughs> I just feel like heads, like head shapes, are really interesting. Do I have a funny shaped head? No. Okay, cool. But I would be able to recognize you from your back. Like right, your because my roots are so grown out. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> coming for myself at this point guys cannot believe this man just passed out on the floor dude jerome's literally asleep on the floor but he's sleeping on his stomach which is not good for him <laughs> oh, i just want to see his cat he's literally snoring oh my god he's actually snoring guys you hear it is it is it the mic Ew, should I go and just like No, I don't think the mic picks it up. Just like flash your ass to the cam. Period. Okay. I'm seriously dead right now. Okay. We're back. Um 
our friend just passed out mm-hmm. well our co-host technically my co-host is technically is just passed down the floor <laughs> interclip now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anything else you want to talk about your rampage years hmm. i think we are worse in high school if anything yeah i agree i feel like that's why like danielle and i are so over like the whole like going out is because like we had a chance to do it like when we were younger so it's not really something that like is fun to us like honestly like for me i go to to take care of my friends really like i'm the mom friend danielle knows that like there's so many situations that i've been in because i've had to take care of my friends yep yeah pretty much that's very true Alrighty. What great times. A lot of fun. Not really. <laughs> fun times. I would say memories. Let's mm. go with that phrase. Memories. That's Not what fun. I got from that. It was fun at times. It was fun at times. Mm-hmm. Very particular time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it also like another thing that to consider is just I don't know. I think like she's eating that plant. It's fine. It's probably okay. not fine, but okay. But I think another thing to consider is just I think because it's so available to us we're just kind of over it right I feel like it's such a norm for people to like go out on the weekends uh, but also like we just don't have the mental capacity with like all of the work stuff that we have to do mm. and being like nine to five girlies uh, on the weekends like it's really just my time to like decompress yeah, yeah. I love that they got decompressed. I actually just see people I want to see on the weekends. I agree. I see Danielle on the weekends. <laughs> if not on the weekdays, even though I'm like brain dead, for example, right now. Quite honestly, she is speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, hey. I think we're just over it at this point. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else. There's like I There's agree. nothing to be over, to over explain or anything. I think we're just over it. Um, I it's think fine. The only thing left for us is like to retirement take a, no well that too but like to take a girl's trip to vegas when we're all 21 oops <laughs> but i'm gonna be like 23 by then I'm yeah kidding. no literally danielle's gonna be a grandma but that's like once that one trip's done like i'm officially out like i'm out of the game guys i'm done yeah no i totally agree i'm just tired of it she's gonna eat food but yeah okay selena about retirement how do you feel about retirement when you want to retire honestly i don't know when i want to retire because i would say that like i am an incredible like workaholic i like working like that is like what drives me as a person a lot of the time or Mm -hmm. just like having something to like work towards and i feel like if i retire it's just gonna be like either like all or nothing like either i completely retire and just like stop working or pursuing anything or i just never retire like maybe one day like of course like i'll stop working like corporate probably not that like later on but in terms of like just giving up on like ambitions i guess like i don't think that's ever gonna stop for me Mm. i feel like i'm similar in a way but at the same time like i just want to retire i want to i want to retire at a young age and just have a farm I do also want to have a farm even if I'm not retired like it'd be so cool if like in the future I could just be like I'm going to my farm or like I don't know I know a lot of like people I know are like I'll go to like oh I'm going to the Hamptons for the weekend or I'm going okay to, I think the Hamptons I'm going to Nantucket and I'm like oh yeah that's totally different but our parents like, really came out of the village for us to go straight back into it 
I don't know where my parents came out. I think they came out of the fishing waters. <laughs> no, my parents too. Like Fuzo fishing. is a fishing area. Yeah. yeah. So there, but yeah, no, I I do want to farm though. Like I like peace in nature. To a certain extent, I'm just over New York at this point. I'm really I agree. I definitely think that like I am over not that, New York. Not that I'm saying like I hate New York. Like mm-hmm. of course I'm gonna love my city because I grew up here, but. Mm-hmm um sometimes i just want serenity and peace and i feel like new york hasn't brought me that at mm-hmm. all like i just need like some type of consistency yeah i would definitely say that like even for like the people like especially the ones that like live in manhattan like i don't know how they live there. i don't know how they do that like i so could i feel like live in manhattan. a lot of people that live in manhattan are not from new york though right but it's also like it's eventually they want to like get away and yeah they like leave the city i don't know like in the future there's definitely like the option of like don't hate me for saying this but like moving to jersey city mm. or like right now we're in queens but i'd be down to like live in dumbo or like long island city like somewhere that's like the city but not really like the city <laughs> she don't need to go potty no but yeah i totally agree i feel like i don't know i do like where i am though like i like my connection i like being able to experience a lot of different cultures where i am and the different types of people but sometimes I, I feel like new york is just too much like even queen sometimes it's crazy no i think it's because we just know a lot of people mm-hmm. in queens no i agree like i definitely feel like like i kind of want to move nowhere somewhere and just not know anybody right in new york like no matter what like how big you definitely the city have mutuals. is yeah i have mutuals with anybody and everybody it's crazy yeah but yeah I don't know. When are you looking to retire? Retire? I don't know. The like thirty? Thirty? No, I'm kidding. I don't think thirty. Unless I really I create this farm. I know that it's an option. I feel like it's definitely like an option for us to retire at thirty. Like it's not that it's like impossible or like out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think I would be mentally ready. Yeah, no. I feel like by thirty you'll have you'll be married and kids though. <laughs> she's like hey, like who the fuck go to episode six <laughs> let, you, let you talk about this. go to episode six guys i mean your boyfriend i'm kidding i definitely you're definitely the type to have it yeah i agree like together i together by 30 maybe not mentally like kids and a family yes mentally completely together probably not <laughs> well let's be quite honest i feel like mental health is always like it's never consistent it's always i a, agree it's always a pendulum yeah. and you're trying mm-hmm. to balance out in the middle it just so yeah yeah i mean i guess we'll update you when i'm 30 and we'll see if i'm popping a baby out of the but the cooch she mm-hmm. meant the cooch so no, you're next I... <laughs> you're next what you too right or are you gonna be the rich auntie i'll take a rich auntie my kids need one probably the latter i'll buy your kids a dog the kids are enough i don't think i need a dog on top of that everyone needs a dog i want one character you can you can bring me the dog when it's trained (laughs) then you can then three years old she means yeah when it's like properly trained then i'll take it but i feel like if you're gonna own a dog you need to go through like the the puppy stage with that dog no i definitely agree like i feel like like that's where you build your bond with the mm -hmm. animal you know if i were to get a dog like obviously i don't think i'd be the best at training it so like nor would well, i have the time i would give you i would probably get you like a rather easily trainable breed not yeah. like a working dog. i would also no but i want a working dog you don't, we want the same i don't think dog. you want a working dog i do want a working dog. no like as a first-time dog owner i would not You're right maybe not a, as a first dog. A, a working dog 
or I don't anything. Know. Maybe, they can tire maybe, my kids out. Period. Even a whammy. dog? I don't know, man. True that. Oh. Me and a dog? Chaos. Yeah, but uh, chaos I would definitely recommend like a poodle. Like big poodles are super smart. I don't think poodles are that like cute. A shepherd. I don't know. I kind of want a bigger dog. I mean, you get Aussies. Aussies are pretty Aussies trainable. are really cute. They're, yeah. They're very intelligent, so they're pretty trainable. And they're I not agree. as stubborn as, like, working dog breeds. What do you want to do after retirement? I told you. A farm. That's it? Just farm? Or I really want to have an aquarium. Ooh. Uh, I love Aquariums fish. are so much upkeep, though. Like, that's yeah, I don't want to do it. I just want to be able yeah. to afford one. <laughs> oh, no. You will, girl. That's without a doubt. No, I'm saying, like, I want my own aquarium. <laughs> like like the seattle aquarium like like the new york aquarium yeah I want like to. miami I want to be like, aquarium i want to be like the chairwoman of the committee you know that's actually really funny because fun fact when i was a kid my dream career was to be a marine biologist oh that's really wholesome yeah. now that i think back i think my career growing up i wanted to be a model and then i maxed out at five three hey, that's what my, my it parents were still like happen. nah I'm not interested in that anymore. Yeah, but I don't know. I was like, well, I, like I wanted animals. to be a pop star. <laughs> she said I was ready for this fame. Per yeah. no, mm. now I just want to be freaking wealthy, wealthy, so I don't Same. have to worry about life. Yeah, I also just like for me, I would say like live up to like what my parents gave up to be here. That's the yeah. That's like the Asian. It's very Asian of me to first say. gen curse. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have that pressure though. I mean, it's also like I want to do it for myself and be able to get myself the things that I want without having yeah. to like. I'm rely. not saying you shouldn't do it, but I feel like you shouldn't put that pressure on. Right, top I of definitely yourself. agree. It's kind do of it toxic, for yourself, but yeah, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anyone else because, at the end of the day, they chose to here. They chose to come True. here too. But yeah, that's like my that's I my agree. thing. I mean, I feel like because I really parents, hate it when Asian parents are like, "Oh no, what just happened?" All right, guys, we're back. Sorry, we had a technical difficulty. AKA, my camera tends to turn off at the thirty-minute mark. It's like way too hot. It doesn't know how to act. But um, yeah, we're back, guys. Back to re- back to retirement. Yeah, back to the topic of uh, I guess like Asian parents like giving up like what they had or like sacrificing things for you um overall like i agree with what danielle said like it is very true that at the end of it all it's still your life to live and like luckily that's something like my parents always told me and i know that like not everyone's very fortunate to have like my parents have always said like as long as you're happy like it doesn't matter like what sacrifices we gave up like we just want you to live a happy good fulfilling life so yeah seriously I mean, they came here for you to live a better life, so exactly. You shall be. You shall be doing such. Exactly, I agree. Not saying that it's easier here, but I feel no, like it's definitely not. I think depending on where you live, obviously there's different struggles, and you are going to struggle with different things. Like I think growing up, not in Asia, I do feel like a distant connection with like my family in Asia. So I think because I grew up so differently from them, like they mm-hmm. obviously had different schooling, different mannerism different Mm -hmm. beliefs um even though we're quite similar in age it's just very different but i think as like the world gets more open about some things that's obviously changed as well yeah no for sure it's definitely like very different from when they were our age versus like how the world has changed like nowadays yeah totally not saying that's for the better but (laughs) yeah i feel like each i don't know maybe like era or like time period has its own struggles 
um some things are better and some things obviously get worse and that's just how it's been played i feel like throughout the last few years um but yeah that's like my two cents i I wouldn't say it's anything like too crazy but i just want to retire be the chairwoman of aquarium and have fun yeah i don't know when i'm gonna retire i'm a workaholic but um i feel like it's a it's a phase though like i feel like you're gonna get out of your workaholic phase i definitely think so as well i definitely think that like like, i think you're gonna choose peace at one point i'm already like on my way to choosing peace who knows guys maybe 25 and i'm out yeah i mean if you don't have to why mm-hmm. why do so right why do so i agree like what's the point of making a shit ton of money if you're not living your life yeah um but yeah that's like my two cents um do you want to talk about retinol we're gonna cut this episode a little bit short because i don't want my camera to explode um yeah we can talk about retinol so do you want to talk about it since you're more recent on it yeah i guess i <laughs> can more start recently on retinol. um I would say that, like, Danielle and I have, like, both faced, like, very similar skincare struggles. So, for me, I think I've seen three dermatologists before I landed at the one that I currently go to now. And I had my first appointment last weekend. And guess what? Danielle and I go to the same derm. (laughs) Are we surprised? Yeah. Where one goes follows. But (laughs) basically, I used retinol when I was in high school but the thing is like my skin did get better but that dermatologist did not give me any instructions on how to use it like correctly so I was literally not wearing any sunscreen on retinol and using like obviously way too much but now that like I restarted retinol I would say I'm definitely scared for the purge because like my skin is one of like my biggest insecurities but so far it's only been like about a week and it's going pretty well so far i don't feel horrendous about myself and it's also like i think that like my self-esteem and like confidence has like grown with age and i know that like how i feel my like your skin, skin is not like what your confidence is 100 percent based right. off because of. i feel like at one point i was similar too mm-hmm. like my skin would either like make or break my emotional state which is understandable at the same time but i think it's like as you get older you're more accepting of yourself and you're more comfortable of yourself the cat sneezing guys <laughs> are you entertained by us because we're entertained by her yeah we definitely are but i i honestly do believe that you do get more comfortable I'm not saying that acne is ever something that's i feel like acne is always going to be an insecurity of mine because mm-hmm. I've, I've had it for such a long time in my life mm-hmm. i think you I as agree. well you're i think we're in the same boat when it comes to that but it's not going to be like the end all be all at this point in our lives mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree that, like, I've become a lot more comfortable with it at one point. Like, it really would, like, make make or break my day. Like, Danielle said, like, especially it gets, like, hard, you know, like, also because, like, I would say, like, in high school, like, one big thing was that, like, people would point out my insecurities. Like, people would be like, oh, Selena, like, you're breaking out more. I'm like, well, obviously, like, I see that. It's on my face. Yeah, I freaking hate that shit. It's like, Mm -hmm. you don't think I see myself in the mirror every single morning? Like, do you think I'm walking around? Right with this willingly on my face like you don't think i'm taking care of it yeah like you gotta remember that at the end of it like it's not that people aren't taking care of their skin it's just something that can it's a be genetic a thing skin it's is genetic mostly too. genetic mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the day it's uh, of course there's other like environmental and there's other diseases yeah. that can happen but like for the most part acne is genetic i definitely agree and hormonal and, uh, I don't know, Danielle, how's, like, your retinol journey been going? Because you have, like, you started a little bit earlier than I did. I definitely... Yeah, I'm not purging as much anymore. I still have a little bit of texture, but it's also summertime, and, like, mm-hmm. you're just way more prone to, like, mm-hmm. 
fungal acne mm-hmm. if anyone has acne you know it it just happens because it's just so hot and moist outside right. um but yeah whenever i leave new york my skin actually gets way better <laughs> i think it's also because we live in new york and the air is obviously very mm-hmm. polluted and there's a lot of environmental um factors yeah that we have to consider and it's also like i don't know i don't think my acne is that much hormonal i think as i've gotten older it's been less hormonal i definitely agree as well like i definitely feel like it used to be like very heavily hormonal and it's definitely changed and like one big thing that i would say for like those of you like viewers out there that like struggle with acne as well personal opinion especially when you're young to not like cause any harm to your skin that's already happening go to a dermatologist don't do any diy don't pop your pimples mm-hmm. don't pick at them even though it's literally like a thing to pick at your acne like it's very addicting yeah. to do so uh i feel like sometimes i do it like subconsciously i do as well sometimes i'm just like it's like, like an anxiety thing too right um but yeah i would just say like try to get taken care of right go get professional help for it if you can and uh, definitely like be careful and do your research on what you put on your skin and always wear sunscreen yes always always wear sunscreen i recently started making my boyfriend wear sunscreen <laughs> I don't how know has he, that been going i don't know if he wears it every day but you know it's there for him if he wants to and i did pay for it so i hope he's using it but yeah. <laughs> what a wonderful girlfriend i know right so blessed so so spoiled mm-hmm. i know <laughs> spoiled material girl material boy yeah i call everyone a material girl As regardless you, yeah, of your regardless, gender i agree or how you identify i, don't I think know. it's just a thing I don't, I don't even like to like play with the genders at this point like, i agree yeah like, yeah um but yeah Reynolds. um my purge honestly was bad but it wasn't as mm-hmm. bad as i anticipated yeah it was mostly texture if anything i think i'm still struggling a little bit with the texture but at least i don't have lumps mm-hmm. on my face anymore that's really good yeah i would definitely say that like my first purge when i was on retinol a few years back oh that my was God, mine was bad too definitely a lot worse than what i'm experiencing now so the first time around it was like big like cystic acne it was painful it was very noticeable on my face but right now it's like not anything severe as of yet we'll keep you updated i think you'll be fine hopefully danielle heard me complain about this a lot and just like mildly panicked that i had to start retinol i mean i also i don't know i stayed home for the for the (laughs) past two months Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like i wore makeup on top of this so it wasn't horrible but i'm just saying like that purge i think you just see all i mean just think about it this acne that you're currently experiencing like it was gonna come up eventually so you're just getting it all at once you're getting it dealt with all at once i agree at least you're getting it all over with within like a span of like two months so you're not gonna be keep struggling with it Mm -hmm. but i do feel like the next time i go back to derm i have to up up my dosage i also feel like one big thing about like the whole picking and stuff is that like since danielle and i like used to like break out a lot and like we've obviously picked out our skin it leaves acne scarring yeah scarring is the worst and that is probably 10 times worse than actually yeah having the acne in my opinion because that's texture that doesn't go away and uh, it's like hard and expensive to get rid of because you have to get it professionally done yeah no you have to like i think for me most of my acne is Mm -hmm. flat but like i like i do have a little bit of like texture from my scarring but it's very minimal at this point most of it is 
just like hyperpigmentation which is like okay like i'll just get that shit like melted off (laughs) agreed i'm also gonna do the same whenever i'm done with like retinol i mean i definitely think that like i will continue on retinol because it's not only just yeah i don't want to stop using retinol only because Mm -hmm. i feel like there's so many good properties from it right like having retinol in my skincare i don't have to overly exfoliate i don't have to worry about more into i mean i probably will start botox soon girl i like botox i feel like i need it i because i have a very i have a very expressive face like i'm she very she really does i don't i just have an rbf at all times but like i can move my face a lot i've been doing that since i was a kid too so it doesn't help with my i don't anti-aging that much i don't know bro you know how many facial no danielle makes like ridiculous (laughs) facial expressions we know it's really bad so i really have to Mm -hmm. get that shit fixed but yeah but i feel like i can't change that though i can't i can't change the fact that i have like an expressive face no you definitely can't yeah but so it's just something i have to struggle with but it's fine botox will definitely help you like tighten it up i guess for me like i definitely think that like as i get older i will do as much as i can to like stop the like aging process one because my mom like she hasn't aged a day like you've seen the photos of her when yeah, i was younger really like my mom does not look her age and it's insane and it's definitely mom botox no oh she just takes really really that's good care really of her good. skin yeah. like she has endless skincare products that's really good mm-hmm. yeah no i feel like i might have to only because my face is always like mm. i'm not gonna do it right now because of my camera but <laughs> oh girl i have so many like faces i just can't i'm just that's how i grew up so i don't know i don't know the one thing i get is that like i have a massive rbf like most people tell me that like when they first meet me his face is very like this i'm gonna be a bitch am i a bitch danielle if you're a bitch what am i satan (laughs) no bro you're way worse than that (laughs) i don't think i'm bitchy but i'm just very to the point like i'm direct i i agree i definitely like i feel like when you butter that shit up it's just wasting my time Mm mm-hmm I used to be a little bit less direct with like what I think and stuff, but then I realized that like it's like almost a people pleaser thing too. Like you mm-hmm. have this mm-hmm. mindset that you always need to please people, especially like for me I felt like it came to like my friends, uh, my boyfriend, like my family even where I felt like I had to make sure that they were happy and that like I was doing the right thing, but at the end of it all it's like just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I think that's a lot life. of like guilt though. I agree. We go into therapy struggle. now. I struggle with that too. At one point I am very people i used to be mm-hmm. very people pleasing until i realized how detrimental it was to my own mental health mm-hmm. and how i like i didn't know how to feel about myself without people like other people's opinions for a long time i get that yeah me as well but then i was just like why okay. am i why am i trying to make everyone else's li- lives better when i'm like literally so miserable in my day-to-day no literally like it's gone to the point where i'm just like f it like it doesn't matter i mean yeah. i feel like the earlier you realize mm-hmm. the more peace you acquire and the better yeah I mean, you've seen even me, like, still, like, to this day, like, sometimes, like, I will people please. But I think it's also, like, it's something that it's very, very normal in Asian culture because it's, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're you're taught to be obedient and you being a good child. Way. And, like, being an obedient child means that you listen to everything your parents say and you don't have external opinions about it. And I've always been against that because I was, like, if you want me to be obedient, I could just be another sperm cell. Like... <sighs> Like, I could literally just be a mindless <laughs> robot. Like, if I have to follow everything you say, like, I'm that's completely garbage. Mm. Like, I'm obviously gonna consider your thoughts. Right. Because I respect you. I love you. Like, you're my parents. But right. I'm not gonna listen to everything. And if you're offended, be 
like uh, be offended like what what is that is that supposed to do something for me like mm-hmm. i honestly don't care enough i would definitely say that like my parents aren't like like i've come to that point with my parents too in terms of like people pleasing but just like overall like i feel like asian people in society were known to be that like no we're super we only we literally care about Mm -hmm. like what our friends aunts whatever think like thinks of us we just care about everyone else but ourselves i agree like i definitely like it's so judgmental sometimes mm -hmm, put myself in like situations like who gives a fuck not i other people can think you're a good person but are you actually a good person like I how agree. do you how how do you judge another's how do you judge another person's character when you literally don't have any? And it's also just like I feel like overall like judgment is like a big thing in Asian culture yeah. too. Like everyone be like, oh, like I don't want other people to think about me. Like, who gives a fuck about what other people think if you're literally unhappy? Mm-hmm. Like, if I, you're not prioritizing yourself, you obviously will prioritize other people. Mm-hmm. Like, how yeah. much energy do you have to do? Like, have have to actually entertain all these people this has turned into like a therapy slash advice section it's always turning to no it really does like it always just goes off track but like that's the best part of it i think that's how conversation should be though i agree it shouldn't be always i think it needs to flow and that's just Mm -hmm. how it flows but i think the overall like consensus of this episode has been like take care of yourself yeah prioritize prioritize yourself yourself. i think it's really hard to take care of take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself it's like it's similar to your body like if you don't take care of your body you're gonna get sick eventually Mm -hmm. so it's the same thing with your your mind yes take care of your mental health you're definitely if you don't take care of it you're gonna get sick eventually right and i feel like sometimes like mental like if your mental health is not okay it's so much more like debilitating sometimes it's like mm-hmm. that mental block is just so hard to get through. Mm-hmm. No, I and definitely yeah. agree. I would say that like one. It's of also harder to find support for it. Yeah, it is pretty hard to find support. Like I would definitely say that like for me, like my freshman year, like second semester, I had a really rough time. Like I had a huge like mental I'm sorry. block. It's okay. I didn't know you then, so you couldn't have That's helped so me. Sad. But you know, I've told you about it now. But it was hard. Like it was hard not seeking that validation from other people. But I definitely think that like those experiences and being able to understand like hey i deserve better will make you grow yeah no i think once you value yourself like there's a certain you you start building boundaries for yourself and Mm -hmm. you understand like what's not to be crossed and what other people obviously should not be crossing and you actually start enforcing them because you respect yourself enough to like prioritize yourself but i don't know in this day and age especially with like social media like i'm a big social media person don't get me wrong yeah but like i do see the negativity and like the complete obsession of like what other people think about you Mm -hmm. i definitely agree i mean like you know danielle and i we both work in some aspects in marketing or in social media i work in ad tech danielle does marketing and fintech and we both work on social at some points in our life Mm -hmm. and even just like working on it i can see that like it can be harmful to someone's life but i feel like that's the reason why it drives me so hard no especially i think since i'm in a fintech and obviously finances Mm -hmm. in a lot of like marginalized communities is something that we don't talk about right i do feel like especially right now like we're we're doing something we're doing a campaign and we we really want to be mindful and um open-minded with when it comes to diversity and like the types of people we Mm -hmm. want in our shoots and our campaigns because i think growing up not seeing that many asian people is like i kind of even growing up in like a very very diverse community right like queens is very very diverse like it was still kind of like i didn't know how to accept my asianness at one point mm-hmm. 
And I think that's really, really sad to go through. And no. I don't want any child to ever have to go yeah. through that. I definitely went through that as well. And I would say that, like... I think the majority of us do. Even now, like, being able to see people that look like us that come from the same no, it really, experiences, it, really matters, yeah. it does matter. And, like, you will see that, like, the Asian, like, films that have come out recently. Even, yeah, like, like, whether I, it's cartoons. Uh, Squid yeah. Games. Like, Squid I'm games, all for it. Uh, like, even though it's not mm, directly, like, us, like, yeah. Chinese or, like, Taiwanese. Like, any type of Asian yeah. or, um, any type of Asian representation, I'm, like, here for. Because that's, yeah. like, a step for us, you know? Like, Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. Turning oh, Red. So good. They were both such, like, eye-opening, like, movies to yeah. watch, I would say. And I would definitely... I also feel like it's... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, it's okay. Like, I feel like it's very unique that we get to experience that, though. Right. Like, and we it's feel when connected. we're older, too. Yeah. But it's also, like, being able to, like, let, like, my little brother be able to grow up with that representation is yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's, like, when we see, like, these films come out that show people similar to us in the media we flock to the movies to see it yeah no like, i the think theaters we are definitely filled. do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like we're also there for other communities though like I'm we like, are as well i feel like it's just sometimes i'm i'm like i'm not anti-white but i'm pro-asian mm, like i, I just want to see us shine yeah i get that and i feel the same for like other cultures too like when i see yeah. like something that i haven't learned about especially or like just mm-hmm. any culture in general like in a movie being represented no for I think sure that's really great yeah no i think being able to tell a story is a very luxurious thing right, in the day and I age. Agree. I feel like everyone has the ability to do so, but in, to what scale? And if we're able to do it to such a global scale, it really And it resonates. And it lands. Yes, people. it resonates and it yeah. lands. I mean, I definitely have heard from, like, especially working in marketing, like, a large yeah. part of it is being able to story tell. That's, this camera literally keeps dying. But. Wait, did you unpause the film? Yep. The audio, too? Yep. Well, this camera literally keeps dying, so we're gonna hurry up and finish this up. But yeah, that's been our rant today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely, I would say, like like I mentioned earlier, got to talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, more of subjects. this podcast. <laughs> there are more of the story in high school. We used to like <laughs> we used to learn about morals and like what they actually meant. Okay. <laughs> Like, the main idea of this podcast was to prioritize yourself and live your best life. Yeah, And don't feel pressured to do things that you're obviously not willing to do. And I would definitely say that, like, even if you feel pressure from yourself to do things, if you're not mentally ready to take that next step, like, whatever it is. Yeah. Just take a moment, collect your thoughts. Process the information. Yeah and yeah i feel like that's i think a lot of the stuff from high school is just like a process i agree we have that age is really just like think of something and do it (laughs) i agree maybe that's why my little brother is being such a piece of shit right now but we love teenagers Mm -hmm. well thanks for joining our first video podcast hopefully this goes somewhere hopefully it does if not it looks like we're refilming but but yeah we really appreciate it and yeah. we'll see you in the next episode bye continue guys. to support yeah <laughs> all right bye like, guys like comment you know the whole spiel the spiel big purr big purr bye